Right now, we get to catch up once again with the man who's down driving everyone batty at the SEC Spring Meetings, and that is Jimmy Hyams as he joins us now. Jimmy, how are you? I'm not driving people batty. I'm not doing my job. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, there's Philip Fulmer walking by. (laughs) Do you need to hang up with us to talk to Coach Coach Fulmer? He said he'd be right back. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch him a little bit. Uh, Since then, we interviewed um, uh, Scott Ramsey. He's with the um, uh, Music City Bowl. So we visited with him about the draft, about all the things going on in Nashville. Talked to a couple other people about Arkansas and South Carolina. And uh, we look forward to catching up with Jeremy Food here uh, in the next uh, hour and 15 or 20 minutes, uh, and Kelly Harper as well. Well, it, it is such a busy day because you, you get down there, and, of course, you have the uh, end of the holiday weekend yesterday, and so it just happens fast and furious. Jimmy, if somebody wasn't around for you joining us a little more than an hour and 20 minutes ago, what would you say stands out about this very first day? Uh, I, well, there's several things. First off, Will Wade, the Tennessee, uh, the LSU men's basketball coach, spoke to the media for the first time since March the 7th. Uh, he said he had made a lot of mistakes. He reacted uh, in a way that he shouldn't have in not meeting with the LSU folks. And so he said that uh, hiring an attorney was a mistake on his part. And then um, uh, he also said that uh, that delayed the process. He said he was naive about that. And so that was uh, that was one of the things that really stood out. He, uh, he did say that one of the last reports that came out of the trial, the FBI trial, uh, was inaccurate, but he wouldn't say anything else about the bad behind offer that was made and some of the other things that were said. Uh, he just said, I can't discuss that. Uh, I told the uh, LSU and I told the NCAA what transpired. He then took a amended contract, which gave him a lesser salary, and put him. Uh, and he said, look, I was willing to take it because I screwed up. I want to be LSU's coach. I want to be in, in uh, Baton Rouge. I love it there. I thought that stood out. Uh, several coaches, including Will Muschamp uh, and Nick Saban, talked about how they want to do what's best for players. That came with the topic of paying players something for their likeness, for their autographs, for whatever. Uh, they, they didn't really have a plan as to how that would work, but they said they are for what is best for the players. Uh, and then Nick Saban talking about change of schedule philosophy. He wanted to go play these neutral site games. He started them almost a decade ago to build his program up. And then once it was built, he said now they're looking at going to more home-and-home games against opponents in the future. Uh, we did talk to Rick Barnes, and he uh, once again said that um, Jordan Bone was not expected back. He'll make that official tomorrow uh, when he has to declare. And, uh, and, and Barnes talked about well, one of the things Tom Crane, the Georgia coach, said was that the um, uh, easy transfer waivers granted to so many players has led to more people in the transfer portal Rick Barnes didn't really agree with that. He said there's been plenty of that stuff going on. Uh, he also told me during the interview that uh, Josiah James, he was talking about one and done, and, and he said, I said, well, when you recruited Kevin Durant, did you, you consider him a one and done? He said, yes, he and LaMarcus Aldridge. He said, now, the reason Aldridge didn't go right away is because uh, he had an injury. But he said, I said, well, is Josiah James a potential one and done? He said, yes, potentially. He said, you never know when somebody's going to blow up, and this is the guy that can play multiple positions. He said, so that possibility exists for Josiah James. Jimmy, the, uh, w- one of the things that, uh, that you mentioned earlier was a stadium alcohol policy. Do you have a feel for the, with the coaches that have talked about it today? If, if that's, I know it's not going to be their call. It's going to be above that. But if they were, get a sense that that's something that, eventually will happen in the league or or maybe you talking to other people not just the coaches 
Well, as, as soon as we finish here, I'm fixing to go interview Philip Palmer and ask him that very thing. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I thought it was hilarious. One of the coaches was asked about that, about the uh, alcohol situation. He said, that's above my pay grade. There's not a darn thing above anybody's pay grade here. Those guys right. are making millions of dollars. So yeah. I don't want to hear this. It's above my pay grade, okay? You may not want an opinion, but don't tell me it's above your pay grade because right. you're making more than everybody else. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that uh, several coaches were asked that and didn't really have much of an answer on it in terms of that. The feeling I got this morning, I came down really early and I ran into folks with the SEC office, and I, I asked them about the alcohol thing, and I said, y'all going to uh, vote on serving alcohol? He said, I don't know, but there's a there's a bar right over there. Go get you some. So I said, no, it's too early. It's 7.15. So anyway, uh, I, I do think, though, from what I have heard in talking to people, uh, that there's a, there's a good chance that they're going to open it up. Now, they have opened it up to serving alcohol in premium seat areas, uh, whether that's um, club seating, whether that's uh, luxury boxes, but now it will be throughout the entire stadium. And so I think that will come up once again. It's come up for many years in a row. Uh, and the furthest they've gone is to allow it in premium state areas. What about the Oklahoma drill that they're wanting to do away oh. from? Yeah, that one, uh, that got attention from uh, Kirby Smart in particular. He's like, well, you have to define what the Oklahoma drill is. What, what is that? And and then several coaches said basically a lot of the drills that they do, he said every time you scrimmage, that's like the Oklahoma drill because if you're, you may be blocking one-on-one against somebody. you got to run it back right behind them. He said, so that's the, that's out there, too. There, there could be different versions of the Oklahoma drill. The one that I knew when I grew up was there's like a bull in the ring. Yes. Uh, and, and and they would put one guy in there, and about 12 people would come at you uh, single file and try to knock your block off. Well, they're trying to get away from that kind of nonsense. But as far as one-on-one in a ring, yeah, I think uh, I think some coaches feel like that's part of football. And it's, I think it was most chance that said that's when you find out when a man is a man. So they like that because they think that it tests your heart and your character. I do think it's interesting, and I would throw this under the umbrella that you, of course, did such a, a, an appropriate job of saying, yeah, don't tell me it's above your pay grade when you make more than the governor and several others. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't believe how many coaches have started their conversation or response to these questions with, I've never heard of the Oklahoma drill. I don't, I don't know what the Oklahoma drill is. We run the fill-in-the-blank drill, and it's kind of like, okay, we get it. It's going to be the bulldog drill, or it's going to be the, the Gamecock <laughs> drill. Right. Yeah, it, okay, it's going to be your name, but don't tell me you don't know what the Oklahoma drill is because every football well, that, coach yeah. knows what the Oklahoma drill is. Well, back when I played uh, high school football, uh, before the rock school, as uh, Jerry Green might say, we ran an Oklahoma drill. That's what they called it. They weren't afraid to call it the Oklahoma drill, even in Louisiana. Uh, but, yeah, but, but you're right. Yeah, now they're acting like they don't know what it is. Of course they know what it is. They just don't want to acknowledge it, I guess. Maybe they think there's a recruiting advantage if you say it's the Oklahoma drill. So there's got to be something in recruiting that uh, was, is bothersome. If you would, highlight what uh... – You've, you've touched on what's some of the big things that have taken place today. If you would, just run down how you're going to go through, essentially, what is the uh, the Tennessee power swing with uh, with Coach Fulmer, Coach Pruitt, Coach Harper. You've already spoken with Coach Barnes. What else is on your docket for tonight, and what do you look forward to tomorrow? The only other thing on the docket tonight is getting uh, Greg Sankey. He'll meet with the media that is scheduled for 5.30, although I've been told the meetings might be running a little bit late, but he's scheduled for 5.30. And then tomorrow, it's just uh, tracking down coaches. I saw Ed Orgeron this morning about 7.05 when I got over here, and uh, he said, I don't have time to meet right now. I'm going for a run. And he came back later, and he was drenched in sweat. But I'm going to get Ed Orgeron, Conzo Martin, Bruce Pearl, a number of basketball coaches, John Calipari, 
then I'm going to try to also get uh, Mark Stoop. So just a lot of the folks that we didn't get today, we'll try to catch them tomorrow. Well, maybe Coach O can give you a Red Bull to uh, to keep your motor running. But uh, it's been impressive, Jimmy. We can't wait to share some of your interviews. Thank you so much for the hard work and the hustle. Have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you on television. I appreciate it. And then uh, my trip brought to you by Tennessee Athletics. Your loyalty means our victory. Fleet tire, you flat them, we fix them. And then, of course, uh, Rick McGill, they provided the van that allowed me to drive here to Sandus. Good luck with everything, Jimmy. We sure do appreciate it, and we'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. And that's Jimmy Hyams from the SEC Spring Meeting.